Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Bothersberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Golden Globes Awards special. How are you, Mom? What's up? Thank you for oh, staying up late. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm glad to. Oh, I enjoyed the Golden Globe ceremony. Um, I was a little disappointed in some of the choices I thought were very predictable, but I also got a few pleasant surprises. So um, let's get into it whenever you get ready, daughter. Okay, Ma, uh, do you want to start out with a little toast to the Golden Globes? Okay, we want to raise our hands. Um, oops, I mean raise our glasses. <laughs> oops, you already, I've already raised my glass, apparently. Raise our glasses to continue health, wealth, happiness, long life, and prosperity, and salute. And congratulations to all the winners. And believe me, to those who did not win, you all gave fabulous, did fabulous work this year, fabulous performances. So, salute. Salute. Okay. All right. So, first off, my, the host... The host was Joy, Joe Coy. Sorry, Joe, Joe Coy. Coy. Yes. And he was a regular panelist on Chelsea Lately, the Ch Chelsea Handler show. And I also know that they dated. That, of course, has nothing to do with uh, his, you know, uh, professional life. But yes. uh, the panelists on there, he's had uh, a couple of specials on Netflix and Comedy Central. Um, and, you know, we like the diversity. He is uh, Filipino. At least he's half Filipino. Um, and so that's, you know, good to What's see. What's the other half? Uh, Caucasian. Oh, okay. Because he refers to himself as Filipino. Okay. I, I know what he, yeah. I know. Okay. 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 Now, uh, I thought that, you know, he did the best he could what he was working with, but I didn't particularly find him that funny. Um, I thought a lot of his jokes fell flat. Uh, I felt that uh, Miss Taylor Swift didn't think that his joke about uh, her and, you know, the cameras following her during the football games and the cameras following her at the Golden Globes. Uh, you know, I don't think that hit well with her. She normally laughs at everything and she decided to take a glass of wine, a sip of wine. Um, and you know, he said a couple of jokes. It was awkward about Harry, uh, Prince Harry and Megan, uh, that didn't hit well. There was a couple of other things. Um, I guess, I don't know what your thoughts were about the hopes, ma. Well, you mentioned the things that didn't uh, go over well. Uh, at least you felt they didn't. I liked him for the things that maybe didn't go over well because they were true. I liked him for what he said about uh, the white man stealing everything, including, you know, the premise for the movie. That's true. Which was really true. Not funny at all, but true. I loved it. Okay. I loved it for, I loved him for his boldness and for his uh, historical references, though they may have been uncomfortable, were true. So I liked him. Okay. And um, and uh, and uh, and all good. And I didn't care what he said about Taylor Swift. Fine, she knows that's what it's all about. She is in the camera's face every minute, 
at those games and I thought it was funny and I don't care if she didn't find the humor in it. She should have been able to laugh at herself because it's true. And so uh, I, I, I don't care if she didn't live. She's not the arbiter of, you know, what I consider funny or good comedy to me. She could have had a, a smile on her face because it was funny. What detriment could it, would it be to her? It, she should have just laughed, period. And, um, and so the, uh, I, I appreciate Listen, it. In, in this format, I don't know him, you know, other than tonight. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know him, uh, but I, I thought he was a, a good host. I thought he was a very uh, appropriate host. For, Listen, for I don't, I don't have a problem with the joke he made to Taylor Swift. I, we, we, it, it appears I, as though Taylor Swift, that. it appears as though Taylor Swift did not like the joke. Um, that that doesn't matter. I just, I just felt, I don't know. I, I didn't get from him what I wanted to okay. get. Okay. All, okay. Good. okay. all good. All good. Okay. He wasn't. He wasn't a. He, my. I'm. I'm just saying my opinion. Um. He wasn't a bad host. Um. But I just didn't think he was like the greatest host. He. He did. He did okay. He wasn't. He definitely wasn't terrible or anything like that. So I like him. I thought he was intelligent and clever. I like you, Joe Coy. Okay. Um. As far as red carpet, I didn't see. <laughs> The red carpet, um, but I did, you know, see some fashion, obviously, you know, the presenters. And um, I think that you know, most people were pretty good uh, for the most part. Um, I thought Angela Bassett looked beautiful as always. Um, yeah, she certainly did. I liked K Kate Beckinsale. Uh, Natalie Portman actually looked nice. Um, and I didn't really I see. Did, I didn't like Natalie Portman for that severe hairdo. Didn't she have a hair pulled back in a ponytail? In a ponytail, yeah. I, I, I really didn't like that. It's, it's too, she has that all the time. Uh, and I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I like to dress. Her yeah. dress was okay. But I really felt that she wasn't, you know, her hair was not really done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, is it, is it just, okay. Any fashion that stood out to you, Ma? I I really love the love the love Andre Day's outfit. Okay, I yeah. loved it. Right. I thought it looked great all the way around. It was very risque, um, and she's in good shape, so it looked good. And I like the the mesh gloves that matched it. I liked her the whole whole. I liked her whole look. I like everything about her. I like the way her. Hair was done. I, I, I liked her entire looks. To me, she was the most outstanding, or one of the most outstanding for sure. Um, you know, there were a few that looked good. I, I liked Angela. I liked um, Io. Io in her red. I loved her red dress. I thought it was so gorgeous. Okay. I loved her. I loved her look a lot. And she changed up the hair. You okay. know, and that looked good. I thought that was very fitting. Of course, I liked Oprah, Miss O. She was looking in good shape. She was looking very classy, very jazzy. Um, oh, my okay, God. We can go if you can. I actually yeah. like Taylor Swift's green. I thought Taylor Swift was um, looked great in that uh, lime green. I liked her look. Yeah, there were there was quite a few I thought that were outstanding. I mean, we didn't actually see a full red carpet. Yeah. So, you know, we just sort of got looks as they presented or the camera flashed on them. So, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, they, I, I think overall the fashions were on point. I, overall, yeah. I thought uh, everybody looked really good. 
Right. I didn't see anybody that really, you know, I said, oh, my gosh, what are they wearing? Most people. Well, the only disaster I saw, I saw two things that I thought was bad. I thought Don Cheadle with the hat on and, you know, with his co-presenter, I thought it just gave her just an odd appearance. I didn't think that was really the most stylish thing to wear. And 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 Billie Eilish. Uh, I don't think she I think she's just avant garde. I don't think she's concerned with trying to look fabulous. No, she's not. Yeah, that's her. That's her thing. She mm-hmm. she achieved the look <laughs> that she wanted to achieve. All right. Uh, so my list. I did like her speech. I did like the way she presented when she spoke. I did like that about Billie Eilish. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so let's let's get into um these categories because we have a lot of categories ma okay let's knock them out always is exciting when when we go too slow okay all right so so this is for uh best of stand-up and so we have ricky gervais trevor noah chris rock amy schumer sarah silverman and wanda sykes I didn't name the specials that they did. Um, Ricky Gervais's special was Armageddon. Trevor Noah's Where Was I? Chris Rock, Selective Outrage. Amy Schumer, Emergency Contact. Sarah Silverman, Someone You Love. And Wanda Sykes, I'm an Entertainer. Now, my I had was hoping for Wanda Sykes, even though I didn't see her stand up. And you had chosen Chris Rock. The winner was Ricky Gervais for Armageddon. Um, I didn't see it. Um, I normally think that Ricky Gervais is very funny. Uh, I had seen a part of a stand-up that I didn't enjoy as much as I normally enjoy his comedy, but I didn't see Armageddon. Normally very funny. What what are your thoughts? I did not choose Ricky Gervais. I did choose Chris Rock. Uh, I did see... Um, I'm pretty sure it was the Armageddon that I saw, unless he does a couple. I don't know, okay? Maybe I did see that one, but I did see him in a black T-shirt and black pants doing stand-up, okay? That's how he dresses. Well, maybe that's what he always wears, okay? So when I saw him doing the stand-up, I did not think he was funny at all. I didn't think he was nearly as funny as he is when he is presenting I've seen him much funnier doing these award shows. You mean hosting? Yes, hosting, exactly. And, uh, you know, and I was disappointed. I expected more. I held him to a higher standard, and I was, um, felt that there was something lacking. I was very disappointed in the stand-up that I saw him. I don't know if that was the one, though, Ma. I I can't guarantee you, because he did two back-to-back. That's what I'm saying, so I don't know how this one was but well regardless really you know it doesn't make that much difference he's not that great doing stand-up well he normally is good at doing stand-up never mind i'll just leave it alone okay well maybe he is okay maybe that's why they gave it to him bam i want chris rock to get it okay best performance by male actor in a supporting role on television um we have billy crudup Matthew McFadden, James Marston, um, Eben Moss for The Bear, Alan Ruck, Succession, and Alexander Skarsgård for Succession. And so uh, you chose, we, we both chose Alexander Skarsgård, but the winner was Matthew McFadden. 
who played Tom in Succession. What are you? What are your thoughts on that, Ma? Oh well, they just chose somebody that I didn't particularly think was deserving of it. Um, I guess he had a difficult character to play. To me, he was very quirky and and unlikable. And at times, I was thinking they were going to write him out of the show. Uh, at times, he seemed like an irrelevant character that everybody just used as they wanted to. Uh, I, I, you know what? I found his character so unlikable. It's probably why I didn't, you know, think that he was uh, a good candidate to win. You know, I really, I really thought the show could have been just as good without him. I, I didn't, I didn't appreciate his his portrayal or his character as much as uh, perhaps other people did. I don't know. Um, I thought he did a good job with the role. I thought that the role was not very likable. But I think that uh, as far as his acting, he did a really good job with it. But I would have preferred to see Alexander Skarsgård win. Yeah, that was my preference as well. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so I'm going to move on to best performance by a female actor in a supporting role on television. And the candidates were Elizabeth DeBecky, The Crown, Abby Elliott, The Bear, Christina Ritchie, Yellow Jackets, Jay Smith Cameron, Succession, Meryl Streep, Only Murders in the Building, and Hannah Waddingham, Ted Lasso. And we both chose for this one Meryl Streep. And the winner was Elizabeth Debicki, um, who played Princess Diana in The Crown. And I didn't see the last season of The Crown, but I saw all of the seasons except for the last one. And I did see Elizabeth Debicki playing the role in the previous season. And I thought that she did a really good job, but I just was anti, uh, you know, the, the crown. I was anti anything yes. to do with the monarchy. So yes. that's what her. Well, you know what? And also the same thing can be said for me. I was just so sick of all these different uh, iterations of Princess Di and on and on and on. And I'm just so sick of the whole royal family and so forth. I really didn't even watch the last season. Not that I didn't think she did a good job. I was just so sick of the whole thing. And that's what happened. No, I completely understand. Okay. Um, so let's move on to best performance by male actor in a limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. And so we have Matt Bomber um, and fellow travelers, Sam Claflin and Daisy Jones and the Six, John Hamm and Fargo, Woody Harrelson, White House Plumbers, David Oyuelo, Lawman Bass Reeds, and Stephen Yen for Beef, and we both chose John Hamm for Fargo, and the winner was Stephen Yen for Beef. I have no problem with Stephen Yen winning. I thought he actually did a really good job. Oh, me too. Beef was, Beef was also very good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed his character, and his character was one that was um, just sort of unique. Not the, the, the whole incident of the road rage, but just that it went so far and went so much into you know, impacted their lives and so on and so forth. And um, so it was really different and really enjoyable. It was very creative. And he did a good job, you know, yeah. so yeah, I 
don't have a problem with that. That wasn't my first choice, but I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I think he I think he did a, an excellent job as well. So yeah. Um, Okay, um, so best performance by a female actor in a limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. So we have, you know, some hitters here. We have a Riley Keough, um, and Daisy Jones in the Six. We yeah. have Brie Larson in Lessons in Chemistry. We have Elizabeth Olsen, Love and Death. We have Juno Temple, Fargo. We have Rachel Vice, Dead Ringers, and we have Ali Wong for Beef. So I chose Riley Keough, and you chose Juno Temple, and the winner was Ali Wong for Beef. <laughs> <laughs> so I, this again, I don't have an issue with Ali Wong winning. I think that she did an excellent job. It wasn't choice, but she did a really good job. I would have been okay with any among the three of those. Yeah. Any among the three because the performances were all three were superlative. I thought they all three were good. Yeah, I, I'm 100% with you on that. I So I don't know. Um, but good job either way. Okay. Um, so let's get into where should we go? Best performance by a male actor in television series, musical, or comedy. So we have Bill, Bill Hader, who happens to be dating Ali Wong uh, for Barry, uh, Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building, Jason Siegel, Shrinking, Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, Jeremy Allen White, The Bear. So Ma, you went with Jason Siegel, a good choice. But I went with my man, Jeremy Allen White, for the bear. And that is who the winner was. And, um, I, you know, I just really love the bear. I think that he has completely embodied the character. Uh, and so I, I, I just really, really enjoy everything about it. So maybe I'm biased, um, but I really was rooting well, for that's the not bias. It's supposed to be who you like and who you think did a good job. I like Jason Siegel because I think his character is not only is more relatable, I just think he's more lovable uh, in the role. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. I, and so, and so, and I think he, his, his performance is excellent. So, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, Jason Siegel, so. Yeah, um, I, okay, so. Although, although I also like the band. So, I, okay, so this was the thing, I have not, I did not see Jeremy Allen White when he was on the series called, called Shameless with William H. Macy. I didn't see him on there. He was on that series for, for many years. Um, and Jason Siegel comes from um, How I Met Your Mother. He was also a very likable character. Um, right. I, you know, like to see a little bit of range. And so Jeremy Allen White, I just thought, did something different. That, okay. That's where I was going with that. Okay. Um, okay. Best performance by a female actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Quentin Brunson, Abbott Elementary. Ayo Edabiri, For the Bear. Elle Fanning, The Great. Selena Gomez, Only Murders in the Building. And Natasha Leone, for poker face. 
So we both chose Ao and a berry for the bear. And guess what? She won. Congratulations. Congratulations, Ao. Any any thoughts on that, Ma? That's who I thought. No, you no, no. Other than that, she did a wonderful job. I mean, others have done you know good jobs too. I'm not saying that, but to me, her performance is outstanding. And I think a little bit of her is in that character. It comes across like a little bit of that is actually her. Maybe. Yeah, you know how she's just so high energy and focused and kind of OCD ish. A little bit of that came across today. Or tonight, I should say. Well, yeah. Well, you, it's funny that you mentioned that because in this next category, I I really think I saw some of this character in this person. Best performance by male actor in a television series drama. And so Brian Cox Session, he was not there. Right. Kieran Culkin, Succession. Gary Oldman, Slow Horses. Pedro Pascal, The Last of Us. Jeremy Strong, Succession, and Dominique West, The Crown. And so I picked Jeremy Strong and you picked Pedro Pascal, but the winner was Kieran Culkin. Right. I was okay with that. Um, I think that Kieran did a really, really good job. But when he was on stage, I saw uh, that, character. that character coming yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, me too. You know, it was a, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's pretty quirky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be quiet. But um, I thought, you know, I was okay with him winning. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Oh, he did a, he did a hell of a job. Okay. He did a hell of a job. And once again, he's a really yeah he he was uh something else so to say <laughs> to say to say the least but um i thought he was really good um one succession and you know i will miss it i wish that it would have stayed around for maybe one more season but hey all good things come to an end right that's right okay um all right, so I guess we didn't do best performance by a female actor in a television series drama. We didn't go there yet, right? No. Okay, Um. so we're going to go with Helen Mirren, 1923, Bella Ramsey, The Last of Us, Carrie Russell, The Diplomat, Sarah Snook, Succession, Imelda Staunton, The Crown, Emma Stone, The Curse. Now, the winner and who we both chose was Sarah Snook, Shiv, on Succession. And I thought that Shiv did, an, well, sorry, Sarah did an excellent job. And I didn't really think there was anybody else to take that uh, 
award besides her because it was right. just such an unusual character. Uh, what are your thoughts, Mom? Yeah, no, well, you know, I, I thought she did a great job too. And once again, you know, she really had to try to find some balance to even to for her part to play her part convincingly. And I thought she was I thought she was very convincing in the role. Even her body type under those circumstances I thought were, was very convincing. Mm-hmm. It didn't have her the stereotypical super, super skinny, rich person and all that. Um mm-hmm. it, you know, she had a body. Like she, you know, that was something for her to kind of deal with, contend with, you know. Uh, there was a lot with her, with her character, and I think she did a really good job. I thought she did a really, really good job, yeah. I thought she kept it going. I thought she was often underestimated, and I thought she was, you know, appropriately connected or disconnected to those around her. And I thought she just did a, a fabulous job, you know, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, uh, yeah, that's what I have to say about her. I thought she did a very good job, and I thought she landed on her feet uh, in the end, more so than the rest of them did. Well, she know? did, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, um, and that was good, too, but I mean, she played it well, you know. Okay. Okay, um, so let's move on to um, best television limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. Now, we did not see all the light we cannot see. Um, so, you know, we will have to watch that and give you our opinion on that at a later date. Um, Beef, Daisy Jones and the Six, Fargo, Fellow Travelers and Lessons in Chemistry. Now, Ma, you chose Fargo. Uh, I happened to choose Beef for this one and the winner was Beef. And I just thought that Beef was so unique um, I just thought that it was a story that just kept on e- uh, evolving. Um, I thought the characters were interesting. They were really, really well written. There was a lot of depth to it. And I just enjoyed it a lot. So uh, I did too. I, I thought Beat was definitely unique. But some parts of it I just thought was, you know, so far over the top to be, uh, you know, the, you know, super super duper fictional or, or fantastical. So mm-hmm. some parts of it, I, you know, went off into never, never land for me. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I kind of disconnected from parts of it, uh, at, you know, as it went on, you know, they reined it in, in the, you know, they reined it in, in the end, but some parts of it just went way, way, way too far. You know, oh. I, I thought, I thought, um, so, uh, that's why I prefer the um, Fargo, the season of Fargo. Okay. All right. Um, I completely um, I understand. Um, all right. Um, and next is best television series, musical or comedy. We have um, Abbott Elementary. We have Barry. We have The Bear, Jury Duty, Only Murders in the Building, and Ted Lasso. And I went with the bear, and you went with Only Murders in the Building. And the bear was the winner. Um, you know how I feel about the bear. Uh, I really enjoyed the bear. Um, you know, for some people, it's an acquired taste. And I love to cook, and I just love the intensity of the bear and the diversity as well. Um, one thing I want to say before you um, come in, 
Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso to me fell off this last season. It wasn't the Ted Lasso of the first two seasons. There was a lot of different choices that the writers made uh, with the actors made it not as lovable to me. Um, some of my characters I like, like Keely wasn't as likable. Um, Ted Lasso was off somewhere doing his own thing and didn't seem as invested in the team. And it just took away to me from this, the Ted Lasso last season. I, I, I'm in full agreement with you. And another thing I did not like that much about Ted Lasso this last season was well, they alluded, you know, to um, a developing romance between, um, what's her name, the boss of the team? I forget her name. Yeah, but, uh, Hannah well, Weddingham is her name, but I can't remember. Right. Well, you know, they alluded to that because she, you know, apparently ran into her mystery love. She, you know, met, had a rendezvous with that one time. And yeah. so I guess we were supposed to, you know, just imagine that they got together but to me that's something that they could have developed a wee bit more before they ended you know the whole series yeah um, the things they did that i thought was um it seemed like like you said it seemed as if they were walking away from the yeah. show and they didn't walk away from it uh with thought and care they just walked away from it kind of abruptly mm -hmm. and left a lot of things unsaid and undone so i agree in which they have been much more careful, you know, and much more deliberate in the in the previous seasons. So, yeah, um, yeah so I agree with you about that. Uh, now, like we, we, were, we were talking about which category? Um, I guess this is what's best. Oh, so you said beast, right? Um, beast got that, right? Got it, yeah. No, no, the bear. The bear one there. I mean the bear. I mean the bear, yes. The bear okay. got that. Well, you know, the, the bear, I like the bear a lot, too. I like the bear a lot. You know, I don't say I like it better than I like, you know, other programs, but I do like the bear a lot. Uh, I want to see what they're going to do this season because I'm just a little concerned. Let's just see. I don't want to predict anything. Let's just see. We'll just have to watch it and see how it all unfolds because I... Uh, I'm getting foreshadowing of unrequited love. Maybe not. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, this. Because this. This too. Oh, you. Yes. Yeah. Ayo. This Ayo. And then there's Sydney's the character. I don't. And then, the, and then there's the guy that likes Ayo. That she's giving. You know, not paying attention to him. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you know, so let's just just see that. Well, somebody's gonna. Well, ma, but that doesn't have. Okay. Well, maybe it does. I'm just talking about the writing. I'm talking about liking how the show may go. That's all. I mean, okay. it's nothing to say. You know, I'm just saying. Okay. You know, thinking about you know, I, I you know, I hope that they resolve that. You know, I hope they resolve that and don't make it. Uh, you know. Okay, so let's move on to, um, we have a couple, of, well, we have a few more. So a best original score, motion picture. I'm not going to go into all of the people. I'm sorry. A Ludwig Gorison won for Oppenheimer. And okay, I wasn't really that happy, but congratulations to the Oppenheimer. I had hoped that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse would win Daniel um, Pemberton. 
and that didn't happen. So, um, okay. best original song, motion picture, ma. So there was Billy Irish. Right. Yeah, so it was Addicted to Romance, She Came to Me from by Bruce Springsteen, Dance the Night, the a Barbie song by Mark Ronson in Dua Lipa. Um, I've added that one to win. Uh I'm just Ken by Mark Ronson, the from Barbie. Peaches, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Jack Black was uh, one of the writers for that. Road to Freedom by Lenny Kravitz from Rustin. Um, you had chose that one. And what was I made for from Barbie by Billie Eilish and her and her brother Phoenix. Um, and they won. So congratulations to them. Okay. I don't really know what to say. It wasn't my choice, but you know, it fit the movie. Okay. Um like I said, she gave a very gracious speech. So that's what I'll say. Okay. Yeah. Um, so best television series drama. So we have 1923, which we haven't seen that one. Uh, we have The Crown, The Diplomat, The Last of Us, The Morning Show, and Six Succession. We both chose Succession, and of course, Succession won. What are your thoughts on that, Ma? Well, it was just highly predictable. You know, as I say, when something is that popular. And, you know, I mean, just had a monster cast. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like I said, it was very popular. It, you know, it was not hard to predict that they would win. And it was, it was a really good series, though. And, and, and absolutely, it was excellent. It was very good. You know, I mean, it appealed to people from, you know, all different walks of life. Because it just kept things going. It had so much, a high, such a high level of intrigue, drama, ratchetness. You know, and on and on and on and on. Uh, it was just really good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so let's get into best performance by a female actor in a motion picture musical or comedy. And so we have Fantasia Barino, The Color Purple, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, No Heart Feelings, Natalie Portman, May December, Alma Posti. Uh, Fallen Leaves, Margot Robbie, Barbie, and Emma Stone, Poor Things. We both chose Fantasia for The Color Purple and Emma Stone won for Poor Things. Did not see Poor Things, so we don't know how Emma Stone's performance was, but congratulations to her, Ma. Any thoughts on that? That's not who no, I was. No, no, no thought on that because I have not seen that. And but congratulations, like you said, to Emma Stone. Um, I, I may see it in the future. Don't know, you know. Well, we'll have to see it. Um, like if there's the SAG Awards, if if Emma Stone is nominated, so I'll have to to see it. Okay. So okay, yeah, to check and vote on it. Yeah. yeah, okay. Best performance by male actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. So we have Mr. Nicholas Cage. Apparently, it was his birthday for Dream Scenario. Timothy Chalamet for Wonka, and he was kissing up on Kylie Jenner. I don't know if you noticed that in the audience. No. <laughs> Matt Damon, Air. Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers. Joaquin Phoenix, Bo is Afraid, and Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. Now, we both voted for Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction, even though we have not seen it yet, but we know he's just a dynamic uh, actor 
person and we want him to win. But unfortunately, uh, the winner was Paul Giamatti, who I like Paul Giamatti, and I thought he, and was, he was and he was good in the holdovers. Yes. We just haven't seen uh Jeffrey Wright's American fiction and we feel that it's you know time for him to win something. I'm like, what what are your thoughts on that? Well, just what you said. We haven't seen it. I didn't see that particular performance, but I've heard good buzz about it and just seen the little clips and we know that Jeffrey Wright is overdue. You know, and right. we know he's a he's a monster actor. You know, he's a monster talent. So uh, I was hoping that, you know, he would get a win with this one. But okay, Jeffrey, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. And 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 that's not to take anything away from anybody else because Paul Giamatti was very good. We did see the holdovers, you know, so he was very good. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um Best next performance, time, Jeffrey. Next time, right? Right. Uh, best performance by a female actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. We have Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, Jodie Foster for Nyad, Julianne Moore for May December, Rosamund Pike for Saltburn, Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. Now, I thought Divine Joy Randolph would win this for the holdovers. Um, I also was rooting for Danielle Brooks for this as well. Um, right. we we're going strong for Danielle Brooks. Either one of them could have won, but Divine Joy Randolph took it for the holdovers. So, you know, congratulations. Which was wonderful. Which yep. was really good. She was good. She was good in the holdovers. And, um, and she won. And I was happy to see that. And yeah. congratulations to Devon. Yeah. Okay. Um, best performance by male actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. We have William Defoe for Poor Things, which we have not seen. Um, we gotta see it. Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon, which we saw and I thought was excellent. Um, Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling for Barbie, Charles Melton, May December, and Mark. Ruffalo, poor things. And so uh, my eye, I guess jokingly, before I even saw Flowers, Killers of the Flower Moon, I chose Ryan Gosling and you chose um, Robert De Niro, which that's what I would have chosen, especially after seeing Flower, Killers of the Flower Moon. But the winner was Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. I thought Robert Downey Jr. did a really good job, but I just didn't enjoy Oppenheimer. Uh, your thought? There you go. Very similar. I thought the whole Oppenheimer thing was overblown. I thought it was a whole lot of hype. I didn't think it was nearly as good as, you know, so many other people seem to have thought it was. I was not a big fan of the entire movie. No, I feel you. Okay. Um, Best director motion picture. Um, we have Bradley Cooper from Maestro. Greta Garwig for Barbie, Yorgos Lethemos for Poor Things, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, Celine Song, Past Lives. Now we both chose Bradley Cooper uh, for Maestro. Not exactly sure why. Um, I probably would have chosen Martin Scorsese after seeing Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, but the winner was Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Your thoughts? My thoughts is that Oppenheimer was embraced by 
you know, a lot of people. And it, so it just went that way. You know, I mean, it was just sort of an Oppenheimer succession evening, you know, for the most part. Yeah. I think they were largely embraced by mainstream. And uh, that's what happened. Okay. Um, and uh, best screenplay, motion picture, uh, Greta Garwig and Wig, sorry, and Noah Bachman, Barbie, Tony McNamara, Four Things, Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer, Eric Ross and Martin Scorsese, Scorsese sorry, for Killers of the Flower Moon, Celine Song, Past Lives, Justine Trite, Arthur Harari, Anatomy of a Fall. I um, went with Celine Song for Past Lives. Didn't see it. Just thought that it was a, it looks like an interesting love story. Um, right. I probably would have went for Killers of the Flower Moon after seeing it. Because what you went for, Ma. Um, the winner was Anatomy of a Fall. So we haven't seen it. So we have to watch it and we can give you a better assessment of it, don't you think? I mean, what are your thoughts? Yes. yes. My thoughts are the same as yours, you know? Um I mean, I, you know, I think it might be very interesting. I haven't seen it. I cannot say. Um, best motion picture, non-English language. We did not see any of those films. So we'll just tell you the winner, um, which was Anatomy of a Fall. We'll let you know. Um, it, we will have to probably watch that one and we'll let you know our thoughts on that one. Um, let's go with best performance by a female actor in a motion picture drama, Annette Benning for Nyad, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon, Sarah Sandra Hewler, Anatomy of a Fall, Greta Lee. My you you recognize her from the morning show, right? Do you yes. I don't know. okay? Past lives. Carrie Mulligan, Maestro, and Kaylee Spani Priscilla. So my you chose Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, and I went with Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon. Now I hadn't even seen her in it when I chose her, but I thought that it was going to be, you know, paying homage to people and yeah. yeah. one, but she did an excellent job. So I'm I'm glad. Yes. Oh, it's my sorry. Uh, no, I'm just glad that she got it. I think that was appropriate, uh, you know, since that's what the story was primarily about. That was the focus, you know, the Osage people, you know, in Oklahoma. And I thought that was very appropriate that uh, she, you know, at least she is was Native. You know, she was Native and did a good job because, you know, um, there was no reason that that should not have been the situation. You got me? Yeah. You know, that's, that's just as it should have been. So I, I was happy about that. She was good. She gave a good performance, uh, you know, and she hung in there with two, you know, super heavy hitters. She did. Like DiCaprio and De Niro. And she hung in there, you know. And she was really good. She gave a compelling performance, yes. Best performance by a male actor in a motion picture drama. Bradley Cooper from Maestro, Leonardo DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Moon, Coleman Domingo for Rustin, Barry Keon for Saltburn, Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer, and Andrew Scott 
all of us strangers. Now, my, you went with Coleman Domingo and Rustin, and I thought he did a very, really good job. Um, I went with Bradley Cooper from Maestro, um, but having seen um, Leonardo DiCaprio since I made my choice, I would have chosen Leonardo DiCaprio of, yeah. of the Flower Moon. But the winner was Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Yes. I did not agree with that at all. I, I, I did not. You know, all the things that he was supposed to be, such a ladies' man, and so Mr. Virility, and, uh, you know, Mr. DiMaggio, and this and that, I didn't see any of that charisma in him. The no. only thing I saw in him that gave him any personality was that he walked around with that hat on all the time. Right, right. That's it. That's it. I didn't see anything else extraordinary about him. I'm with Nothing you completely. Nope. I'm one hundred percent my No, I thought they inflated everything about the, the whole movie. I thought it was inflated. Oppenheimer. I did not agree with the critics at all about it. Okay. But I've said that I don't you know, I don't mean to bash it, but I'm just telling you how I feel about it. And I no. I, I didn't feel that it was nearly as good as they seemed to think that it was. Okay, um, and so now let's get into um, the last few categories. Um, is cinematic and box office achievement. We have we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We have John Wick Chapter Four. We have Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. We have Oppenheimer. We have Spider-Man across the, the across the Spider-Verse, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and we have Taylor Swift, the Heiress Tour. Now you picked John Wick Chapter Four. I picked Taylor Swift, the Heiress Tour. Not that I wanted it to win, but that I thought but that was- you thought it might. Yes, I got it. And the winner was Barbie, and I was happy for Barbie. Like I was okay with that. I had okay. no. Okay. What about you? Uh, you know that was fine with me. I I didn't I didn't feel that strongly about anything in that category because I know that it was a very competitive category, and you know a, a number of any of those really could have won. You know, and yeah. you know I didn't have a strong preference at all, so that was fine. You know, that was fine. That category is not a category that I was that, you know, concerned about, period. Okay, so we're going to do the last three categories, Mom. Best Motion Picture Animated, The Boy and the Heron uh, Elemental, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Suzumi, and Wish. You chose Wish. I chose Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And the winner was the boy and the heroine. And okay. I had no idea. So guess we need to watch that. <laughs> All right. Bye. Uh, so let's do the last two. And I want your opinions on these. Best motion picture, musical or comedy. We have Air, American Fiction, Barbie, the Holdovers, May, December, and Poor Things. Um, you chose Barbie, and I chose the, whole, chose the Holdovers, and the winner was Poor Things. That's the Emma Stone movie, and Mark Ruffalo and William Defoe. Right. Anything, 
No, no, we've already said, uh, you know, ad nauseum that we hadn't seen it. So there's nothing else to say about it. And, you know, we maybe it was really good. So we'll see. Okay. Forward, we'll see. Yeah. And finally, um, best motion picture drama, Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, and The Zone of Interest. I chose Killers of the Flower Moon for Best Motion Picture Drama. You chose Maestro. And the winner was Oppenheimer. And we saw all of those films, and I did not agree. I, I didn't agree either. I did not agree at all. I thought Oppenheimer was, like I said, I thought it was just not nearly as good as the reviews it received. I thought it was too long. Uh, I, I thought a lot of things about it, but I didn't think it was very enjoyable. So I do not agree with that. Whereas I really enjoyed several other movies in the same category. All of them I enjoyed more than Oppenheimer. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, yeah. Listen, you know, to each his own. It also, we all know that the Golden Globes is a popularity contest. We'll see how much this carries over into SAG, how much it carries over into the Oscars. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I thought overall, um, I thought the show probably was a low premium. I would probably give it about uh, maybe about a six, six and a half um, or okay. premium, something in there. Um, you know, the people look nice. There were a few people that I did like that won. Um, but there were some that, you know, for like the major categories where I just like the Oppenheimer wins kind of threw me off a, a little bit, you know, from Killian to um, Oppenheimer itself winning, uh, to Christopher Nolan winning for best director, like those those things. Um, I, Robert Robert uh, Downey Jr. I thought actually did a really good job, so I can't knock him on that one hundred percent. But mm, the rest of it, I don't know. I don't know. My what are your what are your thoughts overall? Well, you know, well I I think that the show, I would say the show was the fair. Okay, when I say fair, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a seven. Okay, the okay. reason I'm giving it that high is because Emily Blunt, I thought, was good in it. I thought Robert Downey was also good in it. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't think the main character was as good. And mm -hmm. I didn't think yeah. this, Yeah, I, and I didn't think the story was told as well. I think they overlooked a lot of historical pieces. Mm -hmm. And in the story, I thought it was whitewashed. 100%. And, and um, for that reason, I didn't give it a nearly as high a rating as I might have had it been more honest, you know, more true to what really happened. And had the lead character, Oppenheimer himself, been more dynamic. Okay. You know, so for that reason, in seven is all I can squeak out for that. I give it a premium seven, you know, at best. And that's with, you know, that's including Robert Downey and Emily Blount. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So 
this is just, you know, pretty much our opinions and the recap of the of the Golden Globes. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, was there anything, Ma, that you wanted to say before we go as far as, you know, any standouts or any people or any hooch moments? I didn't like that they brought out the Suits cast and of course, Meghan Markle was not there. And also, we didn't see the guy. I don't know his name, but the character, Lewis, he wasn't there. I thought it would have been cool to see everybody because, um, you know, that's that was really the, the people that you think of when you watched right. those right. suits. Well, I guess they should have said two members of the Suits cast is what they should have said because that's what they did. They brought out two members, they right? Four. They brought out four. Oh, they brought out four? Yeah, they brought uh, out um our uh, girl, our girl. What what is her name? That oh was yes, yes, the two ladies. They brought out the two guys yeah. first, and yeah. then they brought uh uh what's her name? Jay. Her name's isn't her name starts with a J. She used to be married to Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, and I can't Gina. No, it's G. Gina Torres. Gina, Gina Torres. Gina Torres. Right, and um. And, and the other uh, young Sarah lady. Rafferty is, is right. Okay. Okay. Yes. So they brought out the those. Two, the two <laughs> tall ladies. The two yes. tall ladies. Yes. Yes. And um, so, you know, I mean, that was okay. I didn't have a problem with that because you you really get 100% participation from any of them. Yes. You know, there's you know, always. You and know. I would have been, I would have been, now see, to me, impressive would have been if they would have brought out Meghan Markle. Right. Right. Now, that would have been that would have been off the hook. That would have been impressive. And they should yeah. Uh, yeah. So but um uh overall, you know, like I said, uh, you know, seven. I'm going with the seven premium. You know, uh, the people overall, overall, everyone looked good. Uh, I was a little disappointed with the predictability of some of the, you know, uh recipients, you know. But I'm sure they all worked hard and, and they're all very talented. And so I did enjoy watching them and, you know, and seeing some of my favorite people be recognized, you know. So, uh, you know, that's what I have to say. And I'm looking forward to the upcoming, well, we got the Grammys coming in a couple of weeks. That's a little different, but it's still an award show, right? And they're yeah. talented. So we have the Grammys and we have um, the Oscars. That, will the Oscars be in March? I don't know. The things have changed so much. I, I'm not sure when when um, the... Yeah, I'm not really sure. Traditionally, they're in March. I don't know what they're doing now. You know, but um, okay, so we have others coming, so we'll see. You know, we, I, I'm pretty sure... For the Oscars, we have SAG. SAG is coming soon. SAG is coming maybe the end of this month. I'm pretty sure we're going to see some of these same winners. Yeah, well, the Grammys, the Grammys is not so much because it's only like one or two. Well, yeah, yeah, but um, but I mean, in the other, you know, you mean you mean like the Emmys, the Oscars, and SAG and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yes, okay. we'll see some of these same people uh getting awards, and then we're gonna have some upsets. So the reason that we look forward to it, or the reason I look forward to it, is so we can see some of the upsets. Okay. All right. So guys, thank you so much for staying up with us. I know you guys are up late, you know, listening to this right now. Um, but thank you so much. Um, you know, we'll be back with our regular scheduled um, episodes on Wednesdays and Sundays as always. 
We want to thank you guys. Follow us on um, X. Follow us on Facebook. Continue to follow us on Instagram and threads at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Peju. Subscribe to our YouTube page, All Things Peju, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. Guys, we're going to be uploading some really cool content. We really do appreciate you. Send us your emails at info at bambushihappyhour.com. And we love to read those DMs. We appreciate you guys. Be safe. And we'll be back again on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.